Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 772. To me, it's really just three words, which is art has value. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today, I am excited to introduce a very special guy and a past Cars Yeah guest, Nicholas Hunsiker. Hey, Nick, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Helmets on, visors down, let's go. All right, cool. Nicholas Hunsiker is an automotive artist that's fueled by passion. He's a fourth-generation painter whose roots in creativity go all the way back to his great-grandfather, who was a classically trained painter. His granduncle was the famous Prince Bira of Siam, who was the first Thai Grand Prix motor racing driver. Nick's painting style, which he calls period-correct art, is bold, colorful, graphic, and has a definitive racing theme. You'll find his work in magazines, on posters, apparel, films, and paintings, including murals, and commissioned artwork that hangs in some of the most famous collections around the world. And Nick's latest venture that we're going to be talking about today is his art car project. He's backdating a 2004 GT3 Porsche into a 1999 GT3 R, one of his favorite cars, but his is going to be a street version. He's going to fund everything with trades for his artwork. Very interesting project concept. And one fortunate Cars Yes subscriber is going to receive a pair of his very cool driving shoes compliment of Nick. So to be eligible, go to CarsYeah.com and click on the free book button. I'll send you my free filler-up book, and your name will be in the hat to win a pair of these cool shoes. I have a couple pairs of these shoes. They are awesome. So, Nick, I've told our listeners a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment to share a little bit more about this art car project and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Sure. Well, basically, I'm celebrating 10 years of painting um, you know, as a professional automotive fine artist. So we figured, you know, we want to do something special since we've been around for 10 years. Yes. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. So we uh, have been approached in the past a lot of times to do an art car where I would be painting a white, you know, 911 or something like that. But uh, I always felt that the art car really is a BMW thing. And it's been done a lot before. And it's also obviously been done by people like Alexander Calder or um, Andy Warhol, Rauschenberg. And, um, you know, I'm not really in that league. So to me, I felt, well, if I'm going to do an art car, I want to do my art car. So that's why we came up with this idea for the Hunziker art car, where instead of painting a car, I would be creating art and in turn trading that art funds the build of my dreams, kind of. I'm well familiar, as most of us are, with the BMW art cars. I'll tell you, Nick, you're in a you're in a league of your own, so don't undersell yourself a little bit here. And 10 years of being a professional artist, that is a huge milestone because making a career and a living in fine art is a huge challenge. But you've done that. Most everybody out there knows who you are. Congratulations for 10 years. This is going to be really, really fun. And I like the fact that you're tackling this project on your own grounds, your own terms. And the way you're doing it is incredibly unique. So kudos to you. Kind of like a Kickstarter, but a Nicholas starter, if you will, project. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This is very cool. Well, as we continue on your journey, 
I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra, something that has a lot of meaning to you. It's a nice way to get those inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So Nick, take the wheel. Well, to me, we've been thinking about this. And to me, it's really just three words, which is art has value. And that's kind of been the guiding light of of my career for the last 10 years, especially nowadays where artists and um, everybody thinks that art is is free. You know, you can download books for free, music's free. A lot of artists, I'm sure, you know, some of your listeners, you know, someone knows they're an artist or a graphic designer or something. You know, a lot of people, they walk up to you and say, hey, can you give me a logo or can you write something for me? <laughs> yeah. Just do it real quick. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, do it real quick. And, you know, we'll give you credit. We'll give you exposure. You know? Right. But, you know, to me, that that's not really been a currency exposure. You know, nobody walks up to a lawyer and goes, oh, hey, can you read this brief? You know, I'll tell everyone you read it. Right. You know, it doesn't really work that way. So for 10 years now, I've been painting and uh, we've been making products with my arc on it and all that stuff. So we figured, OK, we want to kind of show a, a tangible manifestation of, of my of, of the last decade really which is that art has real value you know it's it's a real tangible thing it's not something that i want to give away or that people should feel they can just take it mm-hmm. and so to me there's always kind of been a disconnect because as everyone knows you can get free books free music free films you know you can download everything and that seems to be okay in a, in a weird way. But nobody would walk up to a car and just take it because everybody would go, wait a minute, you know. It is a, an important factor. And I grew up, I spent many years as an artist, graphic designer. And, and you're right. I can't tell you how many times people say, would you just create a logo for me or do this little ad for me just in the evening? I'm sure you can whip it out really quick. And you kind of go, well... Gee whiz, I think I'm worth a little bit more than that. And it's a difficult thing. And art is like that. Photography is like that. But uh, I loved your analogy with the attorney or the car. That's a really nice way to put it. So people kind of grasp that art definitely has value. All right, Nick. Well, would you share with us a story that instigated the idea, the concept for the Hunsiger Art Car Project? What got you going on this whole thing? And I understand we have a little bit of a scoop here on Cars Yeah, because you found the car you want to take in trade, but it seems to be a little bit far away. In fact, it's like the furthest you can drive from Southern California to the East Coast. So tell us a little bit about this. Right. So the first trade I did was one of my previous customers approached me and said, you know, he heard about the art car. He's really interested in, in, in taking part. So what would be the, the first thing he could do to, to get involved? And I told him, well, I'm, you know, obviously the first trade is the biggest one. It's the biggest hurdle is to get the donor car. And we talked about it and he says, okay, let's do it. So I traded him two paintings for a the cost of a GT3, basically. So uh, we agreed on the paintings on the subject matters. And he in turn wired the money to the seller who uh, was selling the car that I was looking for, which was a 2004 white GT3 with black interior, because I figured that's kind of gives me the you know the most options if I want to paint the car later or wrap the car or so on. Mm-hmm. So the car that I found and uh, is in Halifax, Nova Scotia. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because I guess there's not that there's not too many you know GT3s for sale. Uh, period, because they didn't make that many of them, and most people who have one don't want to sell them. So there's literally a handful of cars right now on the market. So the one that I found that fits the bill the best was in Halifax. 
And um, as it turns out, even getting a, uh, a transporter out there would take would take a month, um, you know, and ship it back. So we figured, let's take a road trip. Yeah. So we're going to drive it back from Halifax to uh, Southern California. Oh, my gosh. You know, this is so cool. And uh, like I told our listeners, this is a scoop because nobody knows yet that Nick has found a car. He's going to go get it. He's going to drive it back. And uh, I understand you're going to have a co-pilot and you're going to document this trip, right? Yeah, um, that's the plan. Uh, I'm talking to Brett Sloan from uh, Sloan Cars, and um, he's he's a great photographer in his own right. He's agreed to be my co-pilot, and uh, it's going to be like a photo journal, you know, through all the, I don't know, I think it's like 50 hours of driving. <laughs> yeah, the, it's a gumball <laughs> rally here all the way back Kinda, to yeah. Southern California. Yeah, and I'll remind our listeners, Nick is in Southern California, Los Angeles area. So, uh, yeah, take your maps out or remember your high school geography, Nova Scotia to Los Angeles. That's about 3,600 miles. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, we'll have some fun here. And uh, what will be the best place for our listeners to go and kind of follow along? Is it your Facebook page? We set up a website. It's called uh, com. But obviously, uh, so that's going to be where the blog is going to be. And we're going to have uh, daily updates. And uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's going to be on all of our uh, social media channels. If we go to Facebook or Instagram. Cool. And you're going to be heading out there in a couple weeks. Is that right? Yeah, um, right now we're planned for, uh, yeah, two weeks from now. Okay. Actually, a week from now. Oh, a week from, okay. So just before the starting of June, so towards the end of May here. Listeners, you can go to uh, the show notes page for this show on the Car Show website. You'll find a link there or just go to Hunsiker Art Project online. I'm sure you'll find it. He's got such a unique name. And follow this uh, this road trip along. This is pretty cool. Maybe even you could uh, set up some deals with people where you can do some uh, stops and visits and all sorts of things. Are you going to just do a 24-hour day bomb? No, I think we're going to – I think it's probably a week or, you know, five, six days of driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to endanger anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially yourself. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, plus it's a quick car. You have 380 horsepower. Yeah. There's no traction control, no stability control. So, Well, luckily we're at the springtime here. You won't uh, – hopefully you won't hit some weird weather, although this year there's been weird weather all over the place. So uh, we all wish you a very, very safe journey, and I, I know I'll be following along. Well, Nick, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the challenges you think you're going to face with this project. We talked about the big challenge, trading art for cars for parts so but you've got the car but now the the challenge begins so what are some of the challenges you expect to face as you transform this car into the car of your dreams um primarily you know i mean obviously i'm going to be looking for a lot of um, rare parts because the car that i want to build you know i'm building back to a 2004 gt3 into a 1999 gt3r and so obviously there's some, some parts issues because, you know, a lot of the parts I'm looking for are now 18 years old. So that's going to be a challenge. Um, and then obviously also the cost that's associated with the parts because a lot of the parts that I'm looking for are going to be race parts. So they, you know, being Porsche race parts, they're not the cheapest in the world. So I expect to be very busy painting this summer. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Do you think you'll be able to do any collaborating with, with uh, Porsche AG? Um, we've, we've been in talks, um, with, with some manufacturers. I don't want to, you know, Jinx say too much because <laughs> yeah. we, well, we haven't really, you know, finalized, but we've been in talks with various manufacturers because in the past I've also been approached 
uh, with, you know, other suppliers or, um, you know, big companies that would know and just, you know, to do work for them. And now I kind of have a, a good uh, reason to go back to them and say, hey, listen, you know, I'm doing this project. So maybe instead of getting paid, uh, how about we trade for, you know, you know, all the parts that they're looking for. I could see some of your artwork hanging in the uh, the Porsche factory, maybe the restaurant there, or some of these new por- Porsche centers in Atlanta or Los Angeles. So uh, I'm hoping that they'll uh, they'll do some wheeling dealing with you here. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we've been in contact, but and uh, I mean not just Porsche, but you know, there's there's a lot of uh, great uh, restoration shops around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm also, since every single piece of this, this build is going to be done in trade, so I'm also looking for painters and electricians, you know, upholsters, all that kind of stuff. So I've, I've also uh, I've actually been approached by a bunch of people, you know, even people who do CNC machining and mm-hmm. um, have an electrician who's uh, he's actually at uh, one of those electric car companies. Oh. That's his main job, but, you know. Yeah, he can obviously help me wire because you know part of the goal of the car is that it's going to look like a factory car basically. So, right. you know, even if you keep like the air conditioner, or you have to you have to move the buttons for I don't know if if it if it's still going to have electric windows, you know, everything's going to look like it's a real Porsche built car. So, yeah. I'm going to need some some special help from a lot of people. Yeah, very very cool. Well, I think you may have already answered this question. I always uh, like to shift gears here and ask about an aha moment. In this case, when the idea came to mind, you talked about going back nine years ago when the original concept of trading art for car parts, those pistons and barrels, and then engine rebuilds and so forth. So, is there any other moment when you had kind of a real aha moment about this project? You know, I think, I mean, you know, that story or that story, that experience has stuck with me with with having been able to do the engine rebuild um, and trade for the artwork. And then also, you know, over the years, people have, have asked me to, to paint cars in the traditional sense of the art car with mm-hmm. using the car as a canvas. And yeah. I think between those two, I figured, you know what, you know, now it's 10 years. So now, it's, now is a good time to do it. Yeah, you're just a dis- my way. You're a disruptor, is what you are. So right, <laughs> in, yeah. in a nice way, a good way. Well, I know about some of your cars. You have what's called the White Mouse. You have your uh, your older 911, and you also have your Formula Ford race car that you race. Is that right? Yeah, it's a Lotus 51. Yeah, Lotus 51. Very cool. But uh, is there? Have you ever built a car before? Or is this going to be the first one? Um, no, this is going to be the first quote unquote real build from the ground up, so to speak. So yeah, yeah I I know I've been. I'm in it for uh it's a big challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just as if you need more stuff to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, this is cool. And we talked about documenting the trip back from Nova Scotia, but are you gonna also document the build as you walk through this? Yes. We set up a website, it's uh and there's a kind of a blog feature. So we're gonna be posting um, you know, regular updates on the build, the parts, the trades, or the labor. So everything's gonna be featured there. Nice. Very cool. So there's a lot of cool builders out there. I've had a lot of them on Cars Yeah here, particularly people that build Porsches. Are there one or two that you're really fond of? Like you said, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of talent out there. Um, I think Rod Emery does some you know fantastic stuff. Um, Rob Dickinson, that singer. Um, you know, I know Alois Roof. So, you know, between those three, I think, to my mind, they're probably one of the better especially in, in, the, in the Porsche world when it comes to builders. And all three of those, I'm very proud to say, have been guests here on Cars, yeah. No, perfect. If you're in good company, that's for sure. Yeah, all those guys are absolutely spectacular. 
Well, Nick, up next is the last lap, but before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah! sponsors. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimball.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Okay, Nick, we are back and we're entering the last lap and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. Have you received any great car building advice that you're going to apply to this art car? Yes. My goal is to assemble all the parts. So I'm basically taking the car apart once as opposed to, you know, taking it apart three times, putting it back together again, finding another part and so on. So far, that's I think one of the best things that someone has told me. Yeah, sounds like it. It's kind of like when you move things, just touch them once. <laughs> Don't move right. them multiple times. Great. Can you share one of your personal habits that you think will help contribute to your ability to get this project done? I guess my inherent talent or habit of, of defying convention, like you mentioned before, um, I think being a contrarian has served me well over the last 10 years. So I think... A lot of times when people say, you know, you can't do something or you shouldn't do something or you shouldn't be doing it, you know, a certain way, that's usually what I try to do. Now, uh, there's going to be a lot of partners, a lot of support that you're going to have here. So what are some of those resources that you're going to lean on as you put this project together? Um, obviously, there's going to be, um, you know, I've already been in contact by certain part suppliers, um, you know, uh, uh, some famous racing teams. Uh, builders, 
um, even CNC companies who could manufacture stuff. I've had photographers get in touch who want to trade, you know, just for taking pictures of everything. Um, and I think that's great. That's kind of the spirit of the whole thing, you know, even like detail shops have come. So, you know, big and small, you know, billion dollar companies and one man shops have gotten in touch so far to and want to be part of it. And I think that's fantastic. No doubt with all of your connections in the Porsche world, that list is very, very long. So uh, I think one of your challenges is going to just be managing all the phone calls of people that want to be a part of this thing. Very nice. Now, when do you expect to have the car completed? Do you have an actual schedule that you put together for this build? I'm trying to get it done this year. And so far, a lot of people have told me that it's silly to do a car in one year, but I think it can be done. So once again, you know, I, I think it should be able to be able to be, you know, I should be able to do it in a year, I think. There you go. Because it's, you know, it's not like a restoration where we do, I mean, we have to do some metal work and body work, but I don't think it's going to be like resurrecting a car that's been lost for 50 years or something like that. Right. Absolutely. Well, now we're up to the checkered flag. You're, you've been on the racetrack. You love to race. You know what that means. We're almost at the end. If there's one singular message you'd like our listeners to glean from this Huntsiker Art Car Project, what would that be? I guess to me, it's that art has value, you know, kind of going back to the beginning of our conversation today, because, you know, at the end of this build, you're you're literally going to see two bodies of work. And on one hand, you're going to have a bunch of artwork. And on the other hand, you're going to have a car. And to me, and hopefully to everyone else, it's both of those bodies of work are going to be of equal value. And to me, that's kind of one of the reasons I'm actually doing this as well. It's a great message. I really love it. Fantastic. I grew up in a family where we were surrounded by art. We went to many, many museums, family members that are artists. So, uh, yes, art has value, most definitely. Well, Nick, you have taken us on an awesome ride today. This is this, just the beginning of the journey for you with the Hunsiker Art Car. I've really enjoyed learning more about it. I appreciate you coming on the show as a return guest on here on Cars Yeah and sharing this and sharing a little scoop with us about finding the car, that the donor car that you're going to start with. Donor, not really donor because you're trading. So I'll take that out of the equation. <laughs> I realize, again, art does have value. But I want to thank you for sharing the beginning of this fantastic journey. Maybe when you're done, I can have you back on and we can talk about whether or not you would do it again when this thing is done, but uh, I think you're going to have some fun. Could you offer our listeners one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you uh, head off to Nova Scotia to find your Huntsiker art car? Um, you know, over the last 10 years, uh, I, it's a tough one. I, I would just kind of say, you know, follow your passion and follow your intuition because that's what ultimately that's what I've been able to do. Um, and also if you have, you know, I've been very lucky with uh, my partner, Heather, who's, um, you know, she's been with me since the beginning. And when I first started painting, you know, it wasn't always easy because, you know, you go kind of from painting sale to painting sale. So you never really know. It's not like a, you had a, a paycheck. So, um, you know, the mortgage was late on more than one occasion, but she never said, Oh, what are you doing? You know, it's silly. So, it it definitely helps if you have someone along for the ride who can who can support you. Yeah, absolutely. I know Heather. She's a great lady. You have a lot of fun bantering with her back and forth. I know she's uh, quite spirited and keeps you in line from time to time. Uh, That's a great thing. So I'm so glad you mentioned her. And I want to remind our listeners again that Nicholas Hunsiker, bes beside this project, has a fantastic website. He offers all sorts of very cool products, all sorts of different things including his very cool driving shoes. And again, I'm going to remind you that one lucky Cars Yes subscriber is going to get a pair of these shoes that Nick and Heather has been so kind to donate to us. Just go to the Cars Yeah website, click on the free book button, and your name will be in the hat. 
And uh, go to a website and check these shoes out, Tunsiker Design. They are very, very cool. I've got a couple pairs of them. They're super comfortable. They're awesome for driving or just walking around the track or the car show in. So uh, make sure you check that out. And again, Nick, the best way for people to follow along and to find you to buy your products is where? Um, you can go to homesickerartcar.com or you can just go to our regular website, which is my name, nicholashunsecker.com, and you find all the links. Absolutely. You can find links to everything that Nicholas has shared on his show notes page at carsyeah.com slash nicholashunsecker number two. Nick, thanks for being so generous with your time today and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. So good to talk to you again. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks so much for having me. It was a great pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Cars Yeah!